This is episode 566 of the AWS podcast, released on January 9th, 2023. G'day, Simon here asking for a favor. We love to get your feedback and we really want to find out how we can make the podcast even better for all of our regular listeners. So take a moment and fill out the very short survey from the link in the show notes. Really appreciate it. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS Podcast. Sam Lesh here with you. Great to have you back, and I'm joined by three very special guests to talk about something very special that is new. First, I'm joined by Chris Lalonde, who is Wicker's Director of Software Development. G'day, Chris. G'day, Simon. Thanks for having us. Good to have you here. And we've got Vaibhav Agrawal, who is the Wicker Senior Product Manager. G'day, Vaibhav. Hello, Simon. And we're also joined by Laura Clark, who is Wicker's Marketing Manager. G'day, Laura. Hello. Now, you are all on here because we are talking about a brand new service. We're talking about AWS Wicker. But as with all things in AWS, we start with the customer and work backwards. So before we even talk about the service, let's talk about what it is we're trying to address. And, you know, the world is an interesting place. It can be exciting. It can be challenging. It can be safe. It can be dangerous. Chris, let me start with you. What is the current threat landscape that Wicker is really looking at today? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Simon. I think um, I'll step back for just a moment and sort of sure. talk about, you know, m my experience and, and why I why I joined Wicker. You know, I think that privacy is a human right. And um, when I joined Wicker, you know, part of the reason I joined was to try and help you know, be an advocate for privacy on the Internet. You know, when I was growing up, um, you could have a conversation for someone. You had to have that conversation face to face. And when you're, when you're having that face-to-face -face conversation, you know who you're sharing, you know, your opinions with, your, your, uh, your thoughts with, and you have the context is all wrapped around that. Because I'm, I'm that old a fella. Um, <laughs> but my kids today have grown up with an entirely different kind of context, right? They've grown up in a situation where a lot of their conversations are happening online. And um, I think those, that, those online conversations have been accelerated uh, thanks to COVID. And I think that what's happened now is all of those conversations have turned into data and that data can often be monetized. I think the same thing is true for, for businesses, especially in uh, globalization. So as people have moved a lot of their conversations to online, what's happened is those conversations have started to become uh, effectively the property in some cases of, you know, uh, of corporations, of these services that are uh, run. And because those services are run by a third party, those corporations need to monetize those services and people's conversations are now being exposed uh, for monetization. And that can have significant impact for a business, right? It can have a significant impact for a person, but it can also have a significant impact for a business. Mm -hmm. And so I think the landscape has changed dramatically in the last five years even. Right. As we've pushed all of this data out onto services, as the ability for uh, corporations to take data and run machine learning against it, to do data analysis, as that capability is matured, um, the risk of that, that data, those conversation being analyzed and monetized is increased dramatically and exposed those conversations more than it's ever been before in the history of mankind, is my personal opinion. Mm. Yeah, it, it is a, a challenging world, and 
you know, messages last forever now, potentially. It's not, as you say, it's not the, the conversation you had when you were, you know, younger and sillier. Yeah. <laughs> and it I mean, just goes I mean, off to the ether. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You can, there are petabytes of data being stored. Like I can't, you know, I remember floppy disks, Simon, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> you know, like it's a, it's a completely different world now. And I think that that's why privacy becomes more and more important for individuals, but also for corporations, right? So given that, let's talk about Adibus Wicca, which is a new service that we have. So what is it all about? Sure. Um, Adibus Wicker is an attempt to m make cryptography easy for people to use. Um, there's been public key cryptography, you know, really advanced cryptography for a long time now, but it's been very difficult to get in the hands of end users. And what AWS Wicker is, is an, uh, an attempt to take that end-to-end uh, -end encryption and put it into a collaboration platform so that customers uh, don't have to trust us, they can trust the math. And so AWS Wicker does all the things you'd expect of a collaboration service. It has messaging, calling, file sharing. We do integrations, you know, all those kind of good things. But at the end of the day, you know, we don't have access to the customer's data in any way, shape, or form. Why? Because it's triple encrypted with 256-bit DES uh, encryption. And so just mathematically, it's unfeasible for us to get access to that data. And that's really what it is at the end of the day. I, I would also say that what we've tried to do is also make something that's not just easy for the users to use, but also for administrators to to administer. Mm -hmm. And in that context, there's an there's an administration console inside of AWS Wicker that allows administrators to do things like integrate with SSO, have fine user controls, um, retain data if they need to. Right, all those kind of things are built into the system for our customers and for their customers. And I think that's been really interesting in that, you know, there's, there's a, a lot of um, different approaches to this problem domain out there. And it's been interesting to watch the, I guess, consumer focused services kind of lead the way in many ways and, and have that uptake. But whilst they can potentially deliver that encrypted experience, they're not going to deliver what would fit into an organizational construct as well. And, and Laura, help us maybe de deconstruct that a little bit, because I think that there's a nuance here that's really important in terms of, you know, we want all the things encrypted and we want to have the privacy. However, if we're communicating in a business context, there may be some some except for or some, you know, but we need to be able to so that we have to think about. Yeah, exactly. So kind of as, as Chris alluded to, our secure collaboration is end-to-end -end encrypted, as he stated. So Wicker allows that safeguard collaboration, not just internally, but externally with partners or even stakeholders outside your organization. Um, that's one real real big uh, key benefit for, for our customers. In addition, Wicker also allows, as Chris mentioned, um, the ability to retain information. This is big for customers who require data retention for compliance or legal hold and, and even auditing purposes. So they have that assurance uh, that their conversations are private. However, they have the ability to retain those conversations for those legal reasons. And, and that's a really interesting, yeah, it's, a, it's a really interesting sort of cross-cutting need, which is, you know, we want to be encrypted and protected for everything. However, there may be legal reasons from an organizational standpoint that we need to maintain that information. And I, and I think, Chris, that's that tension you were talking about, about you know, privacy, but but also fitting in. And, and that even extends into automation as well. You know, you want encryption and all this stuff, but you want to automate as well. So maybe yeah. talk us through some of these these little nuances here. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, if you think about collaboration platforms and what's the benefit for the end user, right? And really, um, when you start thinking about it is like, uh, what does a collaboration platform do for me? Sure, it has messaging, you know, sure, like it has file sharing, but what, what really at the end of the day, it benefits me is like, what's the data on it, right? I'm either getting data from other people, right? Other employees or friends, I'm sharing funny jokes or memes, or I'm trying to do something with my work. And one of the things we recognized fairly early on at AWS Worker is that integrations are key for customer success. And the benefits of end-to-end -end encryption sort of just multiply um, the benefits of those integrations. So, you know, we have customers that do things like they integrate, um, you know, what's called uh, chat ops into, into AWS Wicker, right? So why is that useful? Well, um, because it's end-to-end -end encrypted, if a user is in a room, you have a guarantee of the security of that conversation, but also the security of the commands and the history of the content in that room. And so now if I integrate, we have customers who integrate, for example, into AWS's APIs. And so you can do things like, you know, change firewall rule sets, change load balancer rules. You can do all these things in the context of a room and have all of those privacy and security assurances that you would normally only be able to get if you're using a VPN or a Bastion host or something. Mm -hmm. But it's in a, it's just in a chat room, right? And so we have customers who are doing those kind of things. We also have customers who are using it for providing, um, you know, secure uh, reporting. So, right, if if I'm an executive and I'm getting, you know, uh, the monthly reports on revenue or something else that's sensitive. How do people get that today? Well, a lot of that happens over email. And what that means is that data is not just on the server where it was created, but it's also mm -hmm. stored in email boxes, you know, <laughs> Lots on, of other servers. <laughs> all over the place or even on your phone, right? Because you've downloaded mm -hmm. the email. What we've got customers doing is generating reports on the server, connecting them directly into Wicker and delivering those to their executives. And that provides multiple benefits, right? One, it reduces the liability of that data. But also because Wicker has this capability of expiring content by default, an administrator can set an expiration time for the data. So you can just say, hey, this data is going to disappear after 30 days. And guess what? It disappears after 30 days. As an administrator, you don't have to follow up and do anything for it. It just, it just does it natively. That's really interesting. I think automation is becoming such a fundamental part of what we do. But not having it as an afterthought is, is the important part to, to build that that sort of end-to-end -end capability. And maybe, Weber, let me come to you because, you know, there are, there are a lot of frustrations and challenges that organizations are, are trying to solve in this domain because, you know, um, if it was easy, it would have already been done <laughs> kind of thing. So what are some of the challenges you're seeing them face? Yep, that, that's exactly right, Simon. And as with the hybrid work environment, employees can certainly gain several benefits but it also increases their threat landscape, the risk of data breach in the cyber attacks. So communications data, especially nowadays, is increasingly targeted and faces diverse and advancing threats. So customers certainly need the advanced tools to secure their sensitive communications. The second key challenge is that employees in some organizations, including those at senior levels, communicate both internally and externally on different consumer grades shadow IT messaging apps, probably due to the lack of a company approved encrypted tool. Mm. And most of these communications are not maintained and preserved by the organization. 
and that's why like some of the leading investment banks in us were fined by us regulators costing as much as 200 million for allowing their employees to use consumer messaging apps which circumvent different federal record keeping laws it's it's interesting too in that you know often people will do that not because they want to be malicious but because the the tools they have are not good enough or or too hard to use or what have you and then you, know, you want to, it, it, the, the bad things start to happen but if you provide a tool that makes it easy that's what people will end up using so how does adibus wicker help with these what does it bring to the table to make it a bit easier yep to to add to what chris and laura mentioned earlier on aws wicker uses 256 bit advanced encryption standard end to end encryption for every feature every message call and file is encrypted with a new random key and no one but intended recipients not even aws not wicker can decrypt them with wicker's design even in the event of a data breach your communications remain highly secure and private and to add to that aws wicker also offers different administrative controls and helps organizations meet data retention requirements so with wicker information can easily be logged to a private customer controlled data store for any retention and auditing purposes wicker uh, offers different flexible administrative controls as like the configuration of ephemeral messaging uh, define security groups single sign on and more to safeguard the sensitive information that's really interesting and and laura let's talk about i guess some examples of how customers use wicker what's one that you can share with us in terms of uh, i guess showcasing how it helps people yeah so one that's near and dear to our hearts i know uh is the work we've done with Freedom Shield Foundation which is a nonprofit organization that rescues women and children from human trafficking so the, with the Freedom Shield um they use Wicker to collaborate when it's necessary to put operatives on the ground for rescuing purposes so AWS Wicker's end-to-end encryption and versatility allows those team members to coordinate communicate easily even in mountainous areas and wicker is also used i know from their team from the us side to enable easy and secure collaboration amongst their team members but also amongst the the organization's board members yeah that that ease of use becomes really important and and i know like i use wicker myself for for some of the projects i'm working on and um i i found it you know i don't think about the encryption part it's just the using of it that that feels nice and and good and then uh you know the the assurance you have that the people you're communicating with other people you think um and you're doing it securely is important chris maybe talk to us about another another use case that i think is really interesting um, around the use of wicker sure wicker comes in sort of two flavors is is what i might say so we have the saas version that allows you to kind of like instantly get up and running right it's it's very popular but we also have an on-prem version uh, some of our customers have sort of the highest level of security needs and in those cases they need to manage or run the infrastructure themselves um, managing and running that infrastructure allows them to get um, what's called ATOs authorities to operate so that they have the highest level of insurance when they're sharing their data so one of our customers is the air force special operations command and they run an on-prem version that they use that that um they manage um it's run on AWS's uh, GovCloud um but they manage the infrastructure manage the services and they use that for all kinds of things so they do use things like um for troop recalls so if there's a storm and you need to have the troops come back to base they use wicker for those kind of things 
They use Wicker for sharing, you know, sensitive data back and forth between troops. They use automations and bots, just like we talked about, to do some of the same things um, around sharing data and ensuring that the folks in the Air Force are secure when they're having issues. Yeah, um, so it's yeah. a it's a really important mission that we are on. Uh, we are helping support folks that are actually at what's called the tactical edge, the people out in the field, and making sure that they're safe and they can get communications back to the home base when they need to. And they also use it just for daily meetings too. It's like it's like a daily driver as well. <laughs> it sort of spans both both those use cases, which is really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Well, so so many uh, potential uses here. I'm sure folks would be really interested to get up and running with AWS Wicker. Um, Chris, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Simon. I really appreciate the time. And Vibhav, thanks for, for sharing your perspective on, uh, on how this can help. Yep, thank you. And Laura, of course, thanks for sharing some stories and some, uh, some use cases that, that fit. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, thanks for having us. And thanks everyone for listening. We do love to get your feedback. AWS Podcast at Amazon.com is the place to do it. And until next time, keep on building.